Praise the Lord. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast today. This is going to be a great and wonderful one. I pray that the Holy Spirit really ministers to you guys on this topic today. The topic for today's podcast is going to be sexual immorality. Uh, lately, I've been reading Proverbs chapter 4 and Proverbs chapter 5. And since we're in a month of 31 days, basically, I'm trying to knock out the whole book of Proverbs, a chapter a day. And the past two days reading Proverbs chapter 4 and Proverbs chapter 5, you see a lot where the Lord is speaking on keeping his instruction and staying away from the strange woman. So today, that's what we're going to get into. And no matter what, I don't care if you may be going through a situation of sexual immorality right now or you may be in a difficult situation, I know that the word of God will set you free because the Bible says whom the son sets free is free indeed. And the son is Jesus and Jesus is the word. So whom the word sets free is free indeed in Jesus name. So let's go ahead and let's get into the reading. But let's pray first. All right. Awesome. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. You're so wonderful. You're so kind. There's nobody like you. Lord, we thank you for dying on the cross for our sins. We thank you for taking us from sin, death, hell, and the grave. And we thank you for making us new children and a new heritage and a new bloodline. You said in your word that we are new in Christ when we give our lives to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for all of your children that are here today. And Lord, even for those that have not even given their lives to Jesus yet, listening to this podcast, I pray that you bless them as well. In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, anoint my tongue as a pen of a ready writer. Say whatever you want to say. Speak whatever you want to speak and flow however you want to flow. Minister to your children today. Set them free in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you. We honor you. and We praise you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 All right. So let's go ahead. Um, before we get into the reading, a couple of announcements. Um, number one, we're going to start. I have made up in my mind and I feel like uh, I have peace with the Lord that I'm going to basically start doing podcasts on Mondays and Wednesdays of every week. That's where we're going to start. Monday mornings or Wednesday mornings. Just wake up in the morning, crank out a podcast for you guys, post it so that you guys have something edifying for you to listen to throughout your day. Um, I know there's a lot of social media out right now that's not very edifying to the body of Christ. And when it comes to especially the youth putting out content, the only people I know with podcasts, you have Amen Alex, you have Just Different. So shout out to those guys as they're wonderful ministering the word of God. But to be honest, all in all, I haven't been on social media too much. So those are the only ones that I remember and that I truly see coming up on my feed when I rarely check into social media anyway. So, but on to more important things, let's go ahead and get into the reading. So, open up your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 4. If you're driving, don't take your hands off the steering wheel, bro. Just listen. All right, if you're in the car and you're not driving, you can go ahead and open your Bible app. Um, for those of you who don't have an in-hand Bible, you can actually go online in the App Store. And there's a Bible app for you to download there. It's wonderful. I mean, there's about 2,566 translations. Um, man, I mean, just wonderful opportunity for you to study and really dissect the word of God. So I don't know who that's for, but 
whoever you are. I just encourage you, download the Bible app, man, and just go read, all right? Awesome. So we're going to start in Proverbs chapter 4. Man, I was reading this thing yesterday, bro. This thing blessed me so much. All right, so Proverbs chapter 4, and we are going to start at verse 11. Actually, we're going to start at verse 13. Verse 13. All right, and so I'm going to be reading out of the King James translation and out of the AMP translation, Amplified translation. All right, Amplified translation is really well to study with because it expands the scripture. So, okay, for example, you have a scripture that can say, and Jesus wept. So, yeah, let's say, for example, Jesus wept. Amplified sometimes takes the word and just expands it. So, it could also be like, in King James, it could say, Jesus wept. And then in the Amplify, it can say, Jesus, the Son of God, the Anointed One, wept, cried deeply, compassion for his loved ones. Something like that. So it's um, a great, I think it's a great translation for you to use to help you study. But whatever you use and whatever you read is completely up to you. Just a recommendation. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the reading. Proverbs chapter 4, starting at verse 11. It says, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. The Amplified translation says, I have instructed you in the way of skillful and godly wisdom. I have led you in upright paths. God has instructed us in the way of his skillful and godly wisdom, and he leads us in upright paths. The Bible says many are the plans of man, but it's the Lord that, that directs their steps. So specifically specifically pertaining to sexual immorality god has given you an instruction to stay away from that thing he's giving you an instruction to stay away from that certain situation he's giving you instruction to stay away from that certain temptation that will cause you to fall into sexual immorality and the bible also says that he has led you in upright paths and those upright paths don't have anything with you don't have anything to do with you falling but they have everything to do with you walking in uprightness, walking in righteousness, walking in the holiness and fidelity of God. Basically, fidelity is just loyalty. It's union with God. Okay? You're not living a life where you're just wayward. You're, you're not living a life of just doing whatever you want to do. But you're abiding by the laws of heaven. Amen? Verse 12 in the Amplified says, When you walk, your steps will not be impeded, for your path will be clear and open. And when you run, you will not stumble. This only happens when you listen to the instruction of the Lord. Notice how when you never listen to the instruction of the Lord, you always stumble or you always mess up or you always fumble. Or even when you speak, when you say something that's not even the Lord, sometimes you may find yourself stumbling or even like stuttering a little bit. And even sometimes when you speak words from the Lord, they can stutter. But this is specifically in the case of sexual morality. So let's say that you're speaking and the way that you're speaking, it's cunning. And it's like you're trying to flirt. And it's not even something that the Lord really wants you to do at that moment. Because the Lord doesn't have a problem with you flirting. I mean, come on, bro. Like the Lord wants you to get your Mac on. But there are certain times. The Bible says that there are times and seasons there's a time for everything that resides under the heavens and a season to every purpose here on earth. So it may not be the particular right time and right season for you to try and mack down on a girl. Girls, it might not be the right time or the right season for you to try and holler at a boy. And the Lord is telling you, I have instructed you 
in the way of skillful and godly wisdom. And that skillful and godly wisdom that God has already given you can be you need to get in the secret place more. You need to pray more. You need to read your word more before you go after this dude. I understand you want to get married. I understand you want a boyfriend. I understand you want a girlfriend, whatever. But I need you to get into my word of God, my son, my daughter. Okay, so that's what that means. Walking in the steps and they will not be impeded for your path will be clear and open. Your path can only be clear and open when you make it clear and open for the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's a path. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right to a man, but in the end thereof leads to death. But there is a way that seemeth right to God. And that path, that way will be clear and open and you will run down that path and you will not stumble. All right. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to go to Proverbs. Hmm. Let's see. I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 13. Okay. Proverbs chapter four. We're still continuing. Proverbs chapter four. Verse 13. Okay. Verse 13 in the King James translation says, take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her for she is thy life. Okay, man, let's just keep reading. My goodness. Verse 14 in the King James translation says, enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men. Verse 15, avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it and pass away. The Lord has given us a clear instruction. Don't follow the ways of wicked men. Don't follow the ways of wicked women. Don't follow the ways of sexual immorality. Don't follow them. The world is telling you that it's lame to be a virgin. Oh, well, that's not your problem. The Bible says that those that worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. There is a spiritual realm and there is a physical realm to everything. So if you allow people in the world to motivate you to do something that's sexually immoral, that the Lord told you not to do, are you aware of the consequence in the spirit that you have to take when you decide to abide by the laws of men and not by the laws of God? Just a little FYI and a little nugget for everyone out there who doesn't know really about the spiritual when it comes to sexual immorality. In the physical, when you commit sexual immorality, it's you. You feel good. After you get the feel good sensation, it goes away and you're good. But in the spirit. So let's say sexual immorality. Let's target masturbation. When you perform the action of masturbation. In the spirit, it's not you alone. It's not just you in your room alone. It's, just, it's not just you in that place alone. Because you have to ask yourself, where am I getting these thoughts from that's enticing me to keep going along with this activity? Hmm. You have to ask yourself, why am I feeling encouraged? What voice is this speaking to me? urging me and telling me and encouraging me to keep this feel-good sensation going. And you sit in there in your room and you're getting these thoughts racing. You're seeing this image of this girl that you liked. For boys, you see this image of this girl that you liked. And all of a sudden, somehow, some way, 
you see an imagination of that girl naked. You see an imagination of, of you and that girl in the same room. You get an imagination of you and that girl with an opportunity to do something that you know. You know for a fact, bro. You know. And for my girls, same thing. You get an imagination that you're in the room with this boy all alone. Or you get an imagination, man, if I could just have this dude alone just for one day, just for one hour, just for three seconds. You have to ask yourself, where are those voices coming from? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know those voices are coming from demons. <laughs> those voices are coming from demons. When you participate in masturbation, you are having sex with a demon. It's not just you. It's not just personal pleasure. That's what the world doesn't tell you because the Bible says that we should not be ignorant of Satan's devices. And when you aren't a child of God, you can't, you're going to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Because if you're not a child of God, you're a child of the flesh, you're a child of the devil. And the flesh isn't completely opposing to the devil. It actually sides with the devil. Because the Bible says the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And the two are contrary one to the other so that ye may not do what ye ought to. That's Galatians chapter 5. Let's go there really quickly. Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to start at verse 16. Okay, starting at verse 16. All right, Galatians chapter 5, starting at verse 16, it says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that you would basically stating hold on give me one second in the amplified translation it is telling us here but i say walk habitually in the holy spirit seek him and be responsive to his guidance and then you will certainly not carry out the desire of the sinful nature which responds impulsively without regard for god and his precepts, basically meaning that your flesh is always going to do whatever it wants to do to please itself. Your flesh doesn't care about you, just like the devil doesn't care about you. Your flesh only seeks to please himself, just like the devil only seeks to please himself. The flesh has a sinful nature and the devil wants you to sin and do everything that God said do not do. So what does that mean when it comes to sexual immorality? It means stay away. There's a scripture in the book of 1 Thessalonians. It says that this is the will of God, that ye shall abstain from fornication. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 22 says to flee from all youthful lusts. I don't know who you are, but I'm calling you out and I'm not condemning you. But the Lord is highlighting you right now in the spirit. And I don't know who you are, but there is someone here. God has been telling you to stop participating in that activity with that girl or with that boy. And you have been being stubborn and not doing what the Lord is telling you to do. And what you don't realize is that if you continue down that path, you are going to end up like Proverbs 1. 
If you don't know what I'm talking about in Proverbs 1, read it. Just read Proverbs chapter 1, starting at verse 20. Plain and simple. All right. Proverbs chapter 1, starting at verse 20. You're going to end up like that if you don't listen to the Lord. I encourage you to go read that scripture. Go from verse 20 all the way out through the rest of the chapter. That thing right there gives you the fear of the Lord. I'm telling you, you can't sit here and live a life of sexual immorality. Now, it's completely different if you are just in bondage. So let's say, because I remember being in that place where I was struggling every single day. Yet every day, I would literally, I'm pretty sure I would fall almost every day. But every single day after, I would say, Lord, no matter what, I still want to live right for you. Please just help me. So God appreciates the fact that you want to get set free. And as long as you keep that attitude in your heart that you want to get set free, that you don't want to commit sexual immorality anymore. Okay, let's just go over what sexual immorality is first. Okay, number one, sexual immorality, pornography. Okay, pornography, pornography, pornography. Okay, you cannot sit here and try to justify yourself for watching an adult film with two people having sex because it's going to encourage your flesh to participate in that same action. So you cannot sit there and watch that thing. I can watch it, bro. It doesn't do anything to me. Brother, listen to me. In the spirit, it doesn't matter whether it, you feel something or not. The devil is always planting seeds, whether you're aware of it or you're not. If it's not what the Lord said, then it's of the devil. If you're watching an adult film of two people participating in an action orchestrated by the devil, it is not God. Why in the world would he tell you to look at that? Why would God tell you to watch that? That's number one, pornography. Number two, masturbation. We already talked about it. You're literally having sex with a demon. If you didn't know, you know today. And something I also learned in the time that I was struggling, it doesn't matter whether you participate with it being physical or mental. Okay? I feel led to share uh, incur a specific situation that happened to me. I remember I was going through this period. I was struggling. And I remember being in that particular situation. I'm just going to be real with you guys. <laughs> just got out, straight out the shower. And when I got out the shower, thoughts were flying all over the place. I'm like, bro, watch out, move. But the thing was, is I didn't use the word of God. I tried to just use my own strength. I forgot that you have to use scripture in order to fight against the devil. You have to use scripture. The Bible says that when the devil came to tempt Jesus, Jesus only used the word. Every time he answered the devil, he said, for it is written. It is written. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. It is written. Do not tempt the Lord your God. It is written. So if Jesus is doing it, we need to do it. And in that particular situation, I didn't do it. And I'm going to tell you, in that particular situation, I learned how real it is that once you agree mentally, it's over. Period. Let me explain. In that particular situation, when I decided in my mind to agree with the thoughts that were coming, I didn't even touch myself with my hand. 
I didn't touch myself. Yet, it still happened. What? What are you talking? Let me explain. When you agree mentally, as soon as you agree with the first thought that that demon gives you, automatically there's another five demons after him with more encouraging thoughts to get you to keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. So it's not you just doing the physical. It's you mentally as well. You can literally have, you can have mental sexual immorality with a demon if you agree with the thoughts that the devil is giving you. And in that particular place, I remember, I remember clear as day. I thank God that he forgave me and I thank God that I'm free from sexual immorality now. But in that specific situation, I remember mentally I agreed. I had my hands balled up in a fist because I said I wasn't going to touch myself and even when I didn't have my hands brought up in, my, in a fist, even when I said I wasn't going to touch myself, I literally saw with my spiritual eyes a demon committing foreplay. I'm just going to be honest. Committing oral sex on me. And every single time I would agree with a thought, I would see it. The demons, they would give you the noises that go along with it and everything. Because I used to participate in that lifestyle before I gave my life to Jesus. So I know what that's like. So they brought all of that stuff back to memory. And in this particular situation, all of that stuff was just coming back. And I tried to fight, tried to fight, tried to fight, but it was too late. Too late. And boom. It happened. And after it happened, when I didn't, I, I was mind blown. I said, there is no way. How is this even possible? I thought it was only when I touched myself. And that right there, the Lord used that situation to teach me 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Let's read it here. And we're going to close. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, starting at verse 3. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and the Amplified Version. Those verses basically say, For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. The weapons of our warfare are not physical, weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. There is a fortress. That the devil is constantly going to try and build up in your mind. And one of those fortresses is called sexual immorality. And the only way to destroy that fortress of sexual immorality is verse 5. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. Meaning every time you get a thought of sexual immorality, do not get me wrong. 
The Lord has no problem with you engaging in sexual activities, but you need to be married and there needs to be a ring. Period. Period. There is no if, answer, but about it. Put a ring on it. If you don't got a ring on it, wait. The Lord has no problem. He gave us the activity to enjoy it, but it needs to be by his way. The Bible says, for this cause shall a man leave his mother and his father, and he shall join with his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. He will join with his wife, not his girlfriend, not the girl that's about to be his wife, not the girl that he just met two days ago, not the girl that he likes in school, not the girl that works at the coffee shop, not the girl that he likes at NASCAR Speedway, not the girl that's in Belize that I'm texting over Instagram every other day. And she said that she will fly out just to come and see me to do this, this, that and that. Hex, no. OK. The Bible says that in order for us to not fall into sexual immorality, that we must cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And you may be asking yourself right now, how in the world do I do that? No problem. Here's how you do it. Let's say you're walking. You're having a normal day. You're just chilling. And then the devil come out of nowhere, being a bum, says, hey, imagine if you was with this girl at this time doing this. You immediately take that thought and you say with your mouth, or you can even say in your mind, both work. I cast down every imagination that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. And I take into captivity this thought that the devil has given me to the obedience of Christ in Jesus name away from me. The Bible says when you submit to God, then resist the devil, he will flee from you. So in order to submit to God first, you have to decree the scripture, decree and say the verse first. Then you resist the devil. Then he flees from you. Okay. In Jesus name. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Once again, we are going to be carrying on podcasts starting every Monday and Wednesday of every week. God bless everyone that is here. I pray that the Lord ministered to you today. I pray that this podcast was really for somebody. And I encourage you guys, share this podcast with 10 people you know that need to hear it. If you know your friend is struggling with sexual immorality, you know your friend is in that hole and he's trying to get out, give them this podcast. This podcast episode is going to set them free in Jesus' name. And right now, I'm going to pray for every single person under the sound of my voice. Even if you're struggling with sexual morality, I believe that God has set you free today. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to even have a podcast and to even minister to your children. It's such a privilege to be your servant because I don't even have to be alive. Neither, you didn't even have to save me, but you loved me so much to take me out of the hole that I was in, out of the sexual immorality that I was in. You saved me, you taught me the truth, and now you're encouraging me to teach this truth to others. In the same way you set me free, I know 
that you will set anyone else free in the name of Jesus. So, Father, right now, I decree and declare every person under the sound of my voice that has been bound by that sexual demon of lust. I command you to be free right now in the name of Jesus. I command the hold and the bondage of lust on your life to be broken right now in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command the purity of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Holy Ghost, I ask you, loose your purity in place of the lust that was there. Lust, I command you to leave their lives now, go into a tri place, and do not return to them again in the name of Jesus. Be bound by heavenly chains, and you will be dealt with in the judgment day of the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for every person under the sound of my voice. You said in your word that you sent forth your word to heal us and to deliver us from all of our destructions. Lord, I thank you that you have set free your people today from the topic and from the demon of sexual immorality. Father, bless them. Keep them. I seal them in your blood. I seal them in your purity. I seal them in your presence. And I seal them in your anointing. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord has given me a word for somebody here. I don't know who you are, but if you feel like this is you, attach your faith to it. Just believe and receive. The Lord is saying right now, my son and my daughter, I have called you to go out into the nations to preach my gospel. I have not called you to be scared. I have not called you to be a wimp, but I have called you to be a lion for my glory. For if my son is the lion of Judah, why shall you not be the lions of the earth? Thus said the Lord in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Praise God. Hallelujah. I feel the love of Jesus. Praise the Lord. God bless you guys. I love you. God loves you way more. Have a good evening. Good night. Good morning. Good everything, wherever you are. God bless you. Peace.